Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Doink and Doink Connection, the podcast where Dave and I talk all things professional wrestling. Wrestling. In today's episode, we're going to be going over everything that happened in the previous week in the WWE. It has definitely been a while, but we are back. The Doinks are back with the Doink and Doink connection. Finally. And I know. The Doinks are back. It's been, what, at least three to four weeks since we've recorded an episode of this? Minimum. A lot of things have gotten in the way. Mondays have been pretty tough for both of us. But we are back, and yep. this is episode number 99. Yes. We have almost reached episode 100. Yes. So, so everyone's aware the 100th episode will also not be a recap. The 100th episode is going to be a special episode mm-hmm. in which we're going to go over something. Yeah, we haven't decided yet. We are we are the best at planning shit. Yes, we uh, kind of we have an imaginary dot board. And we kind of just throw and hope and pray it sticks. Yeah, and then when it doesn't, tangent. Exactly. That That's what we're known for. We're known for tangents. And really oddly specific but accurate uh, predictions of what's going to happen. Yes. And uh, fantasy booking. Regardless, we're going to, for this episode, we're going to kind of recap what we've missed by talking about the different pictures, um, who's holding each belt, because there have been some changes, Mm -hmm. um, and kind of figure out what's going on in the E right now. Yeah. And in AEW and elsewhere. So we've written down every single champion. Boom. And we're going to go through them. Boom. And then we're kind of going to also talk about where different storylines are going to a point. And we're also going to give our MVP for the time that we've been gone. Yeah. So for this like four or five week period, Mm -hmm. who we believe has been carrying the wrestling industry as a totality is kind of what we're looking at Mm -hmm. here. And it doesn't have to be somebody specifically, like we're not picking one for AEW and one for WWE or one for NXT. No, it is a single person Mm -hmm. who we believe has been basically the heart and soul. Has been killing it. Yes. Yes. So let us start with our championships. Mm-hmm. And we are going to start on Monday Night Raw, and we're just going to—I'm going to list the champions really quickly, and then what we can do is we can kind of go back and hit a specific belt if mm-hmm. you want. Okay. So what we have right now is we have Charlotte Flair as the Raw Women's Champion, although she was on drafted SmackDown. to SmackDown. We have Big E as your WWE Champion. We have Damian Priest as your United States Champion, and as your Raw Tag Team Champions, you still have RK Bro. 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 Technically, you can put the women's tag on there because Technically, that's mainly a Raw title. Yeah, and because they're the only women's tag team left standing after the draft. That's it. They're yeah. the only one. Everybody else was broken apart. So it is Rhea Ripley, whose stuff was stolen, and Nikki Ash. So technically, there's only one belt between the two of them right yep, now. Correct. Until the other one pops up on eBay. Mm-hmm. But um, So let's start right at the top with Charlotte Flair. She's been drafted over to SmackDown. So clearly... There's got to be this idea either, A, there's, there's going to be some title swap somewhere. There's going to be one of two things, <clears throat> and I hope it's the latter. The first one was when the New Day and the Uso, not the New Day and the Usos, the New Day and the Street Profits changed brands at the last draft where they just handed, handed off the each other's yeah. belts. Yeah. 
That was stupid. Here's where I hope it goes. I I I think we're on the same wavelength. I want a match between Charlotte and Becky at Survivor Series that unites the titles. Yes, 100%. I love the idea. I've been crying for a unified tag team title now for how many months since we've been recording this? Oh, it's been it's been it, we've been recording this for over 2 years. We've been doing this podcast, this wrestling podcast for over 2 years, and it's been since the beginning of okay. the show. So, then that's what we need. Unify the women's titles and unify the tag titles because I think the divisions are strong as it is, and then maybe make a mid card title like um we're going to discuss with a different brand. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the WWE title is concerned, I really like the direction they're going with Big E. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this whole Drew McIntyre thing, the storyline that they have. Yeah, um, I I like how it's kind of a do or die situation because if Drew doesn't win, he's on SmackDown. He doesn't get another shot at the WWE title. No, he doesn't. Um, I like how they have like this friendly rivalry, but you're seeing these sow these seeds starting to be sowed. You're you're getting a slow but steady heel turn for Drew. Yeah, on Raw because mm-hmm. I believe once he's on SmackDown, he's a face. Yeah, I think I don't think he can. I don't think he's gonna work heel on SmackDown because because the the strongest heel is on SmackDown. Yes, yeah, and we will get to him. Um, Damian Priest in the U.S. title. He's still kind of in that. It's got the she- really the good- Sheamus is in there, yeah. and we've also got Jeff Hardy in that kind yep. of picture. Even though he was drafted over to SmackDown, mm-hmm. and his exit interview to SmackDown was incredible in the ring. He goes something like, you're going to see a different side of Jeff Hardy. A tr- I think he said a transformation, mm-hmm. and we, we all, we're all hoping for one thing. We're, we're, we, we want Willow. We want Willow. That's what we want. We want to see Willow. Um, and then when we talk about the tag team titles, um, RK-Bro's been staying strong. Um, obviously, you have the Usos, who mm-hmm. now have been drafted what back to SmackDown. Are they back on SmackDown? They've been on SmackDown. They stayed on SmackDown. Okay, so they stayed on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And then um, you actually have uh, AJ and Omos. Mm-hmm. So um, the divisions have been pretty strong uh, when you consider the uh, the Raw side of it. Uh, one title we didn't talk about was the 24-7. Who gives a shit? Um, Touche. Because Edge even buried that title. Yeah. <laughs> Um, now when we go over to the blue brand, the blue brand, um, your SmackDown champion, we already hinted at that is Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. Um, your universal champion is the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Your intercontinental champion is Shinsuke Nakamura and your tag team champions are the Usos. So the not- bloodline is holding two major titles. Uh-huh. Not wh- much has changed, which, which I love. I love that they're holding all those titles. I love the storylines, the Usos and the bloodline are all mm-hmm. tied into whether it be, all the Paul Heyman stuff that's going on right now, the Street Profit stuff that's going on, the um, Brock Lesnar, like the whole Bloodline stuff is so strong. Mm-hmm. Um, it's taking up at least it takes up half, at, if not two thirds of a SmackDown. Yeah, it's taking up the whole opening segment, segment, the whole closing segment, and you're at least getting one match featuring some of these guys at some point. Mm-hmm. So it, it's really strong stuff. And you're getting backstage segments of. Paul and Roman, yep. or Paul and the Usos, yep. or Roman and the Usos. It's some combination of yep. them all. Paul yeah, like, and Brock. Like the whole the whole draft process when Roman's like, yo, yo, why aren't my cousins been drafted to SmackDown yet? And he had to make sure that Rome that Paul went to Raw and made sure that mm-hmm. the draft pick happened so the Usos stood on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um the women's division is unbelievable on SmackDown right now. Um, I'm loving Becky, 
Bianca and, and Sasha. Banks. It is really good stuff. Um, again, I don't see anybody dropping the belt. Like, I don't see Mm-mm. Becky getting the belt taken off of her until no. maybe uh, an actual match with you. I, again, a unification match makes so much sense to me, and it makes so much sense to you. I just wish it would just smack one of the writers in the face, and it would just happen. That's what I hope for. It's got to smack Vince in the face. That, I know, I know, I know. Um, It's funny to say, but the weakest title so far, out of all the titles has probably the best pure wrestler holding it. That's the Intercontinental Championship. With uh, Shinsuke. Shinsuke. I mean, he's he's kind of caught up in the whole Rick Boogs thing right now, which my spirit animal's which killing is fun. it. He's it's killing fun. He's killing it. And, I, and that's the thing. That's the thing. is Shinsuke wants to have fun. Mm-hmm. He did enough years of strong style in Japan. He did enough years of putting his body through abuse. He is forever collecting the check with WWE now. Enjoying whatever title reigns he has, enjoying whatever matches he has, mm-hmm. and bringing on some pretty strong matches out of Rick He's Boots. putting in great works. He's put on great matches with Apollo. Yes. He's put on great matches with um, the, the Dirty Dogs. Rude. Yeah. They, they, they've been a lot of fun to watch. Um, I'd like to see Apollo get the belt back, personally. I liked him with the belt a lot. Yeah, especially with this this Nigerian Prince yeah. gimmick. Yeah. And I know he's kind of fallen off recently um, with whatever's been going on like mm-hmm. they, they, he's on tv sometimes he's not on tv whatever it might be um but i've i've enjoyed everything that apollo has done um is there anything else that you want to touch between raw and smackdown no the the only thing that i really wanted to bring up and is that the return in formation of this almost bodyguard heel gimmick right now with sonya okay that's the main thing I want to bring up because I really, really like this pairing of Sonya and Shayna. Yeah, yeah. It's it's super strong. Yep. It's incredible in concept. We just need to see how it's executed. Now, Sonya has an MMA background, right? Yes. Okay, P- perfect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she was, so, that's how we, she came in. She came as the pride fighter. Just out of curiosity, we always talked about the four horsewomen, right? Yeah. Who says Sonya can't be the fourth? Why can't you bring back Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and do it that way. I mean, I think that would be a lot of fun, especially when you have somebody in authoritative power. Yeah, It'd just be very interesting. Um, the one thing that I wanted to touch on, which we didn't get a chance to talk on, even though we both called it and it happened four weeks ago, the Hurt business reuniting. Yeah, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. That was like, yes, just put all the titles back on those guys. Mm-hmm. Hurt business versus the Bloodline. Because we we originally, we originally had it as New Day versus, versus the Bloodline, bloodline. but but. Her business bloodline would be even more fun because it's something new. Who, I mean, the answer is obvious. Who do you boo more? And that's the bloodline. Yeah, but like, I'd cheer the bloodline, but I'd also cheer the hurt business. Wow, I'm really rubbing off on you with the whole heel stuff, aren't I? Yeah. Yes. I mean, I love it. Heels are so much more fun. Fun. They're so much more um, interesting to hear and see why they're so bad. Yeah. Where a a, a face is like. I'm gonna save the day. Whoop de doo. I'm gonna be a good guy. I mean, they have at least they're not using that stupid placated uh, cookie cutter face anymore. Because Drew's not really a cookie cutter face anymore. No, you know what I mean. You so get th- you get very tweenery faces yes, nowadays, which is nice. Which is nice. It makes it more realistic. Um, do you want to go NXT or do you want to go AEW? I'll knock out some of the AEW, and um, I also have um, the Impact champions as well as a couple of notes from TNA. Not TNA, Triple A. Um, 
First off, for the AEW champions, we have the world champion is still Kenny Omega. Yes. Uh, how many days is that now? Um, I know there was one title you're talking he's over 700 days with. Which He's been over 700 with the Triple R title, okay. which is the one I was referring to. Okay. I didn't know which the, one you were referring this to. This one's going on close to a year. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be close now. Because it was Moxley he took it off of, right? Yes. I can't even remember the last time Mox held the belt. It's been yeah, so long. It's been so long. Um, and Kenny's fought, faced everybody. Yeah, he has. Pretty much at this point. Yeah, yeah. from Christian Cage to um, um, Daniel Bryan to... He hasn't faced Bryan yet. Well, no, he faced him on a one-on-one match. On a one-on-one, yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't for the okay. title. I'm just saying, he's, well, he's faced everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, there isn't a, somebody who hasn't shown up that he hasn't faced. He hasn't faced CM Punk. Yeah. Up next, the TNT champion, we have Sammy Guevara. This was awesome. Dethroned Miro. This was awesome. This was a true... Herculean David versus Goliath. Exactly. I and it was on the anniversary of when John Huber mm-hmm. won the title, right? Mm-hmm. Like what a what a way to like long term storybooking. Yes, it is. Tony Khan. Yeah. Long term storybooking. We yeah. get it very often in AEW. Yeah. Well, we get it in WWE. We're not giving WWE enough credit with that. They've been doing a lot of long term storybooking. You yes. know what I mean? They have. Yes. Um up just, next not to cut you off, but just look at the Lesnar stuff. Yeah. How long was there talks that Lesnar was never coming back to the WWE? Mm-hmm. Then he might sign with AEW. Mm-hmm. And they just left that storyline, just keep going and mm-hmm. building and building and building. So Up next, the women's champion is still Britt Baker DMD. Yeah, she's over a year with that belt too. Easily. Yeah. And, and she's gonna continue to hold that and, belt for and, a long while. And she's good with it. I love her with the belt. Mm-hmm. Up next, the tag champs, we have Pentagon and Phoenix. Um, I think I could be wrong. It's been since the last time we recorded where they had a match with the Bucks where they picked the titles up. Oh, yeah, because the Bucks were the champions mm-hmm. because um, the um, – um, oh, my God. Oh, what, what They won it in a steel cage match. Yeah, no, they won it in the steel cage match, but what I'm trying – which was unbelievable. Uh, I'm just trying to think of uh, the elite – yeah. yeah, the elite had almost all the, the elite titles had at everything that point. because yeah. the Good Brothers have and are currently the tag champs in Impact. Yep, the Bucks were the champs for AEW, and Kenny, and Kenny had the world title. Yes, um, the FTW Championship, which isn't technically an official championship, but it's a championship, is Ricky Starks, which yep. I believe um, he's had that for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he took that off of Brian Cage. Yes, and then there was a new championship unveiled when. Um, Dynamite moves over to TBS in January. Yeah, going- the TBS Championship, which we kind of hinted, it's a women's mid card title. Yes, I love that concept. I don't. I don't see how you can't love that concept. I really. I- the women's divisions with one title get super top heavy and the rest kind of just get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Back when it was the the Divas division, the one storyline that I can really think about which kind of had a little bit of the title involved, but it was more so just an actual feud was um Melina, Michelle McCool and Mickey James. Mm-hmm. Where they had it was Lay Cool. No, it was it Lay Cool that had the um they we're calling her Piggy James. Was that Layla? I believe that was Michelle McCool. It was. It was Michelle I, McCool. Regardless, yeah, that that did hadn't had nothing to do with the the women's title for a while. Yeah. Nowadays, if 
women aren't involved in the women's title, they need something to do. Yeah. Which right now the Queen's Crown it's been is a lot helping of fun. that. Yeah. It's been so much fun. But otherwise, unless there's some sort of blood feud, like an actual feud between people. Yeah. What's going on? Specifically the Sonia and Naomi stuff. There's an actual feud going on there. Yeah. Otherwise they kind of get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Oh, they're they not t- on TV or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. A mid-card women's title will give them something to go after if they're still building their brand in WWE or AEW or whatever. Uh, yeah. Aren't quite at that pinnacle position yet to take on for the world title or the women's world title that gives them something to actually go for. Yeah. I, I completely agree with you on that. Yeah. Up next, moving on to one more change in the triple A. Um, Lucha Libre Triple A. The tag titles changed hands literally last week. Um, I believe it was on Dynamite where FTR were announced as Andrade's secret tag team. They came out in full green, like Riddler gear, masks and everything, and they took on FTR, or not FTR, Penta. they took on Penta and Phoenix. For the Triple A titles, and they were unmasked and won that match. Is their involvement with Andrade and what is this? Uh, the Pinnacle. Okay. Is FTR part of the Pinnacle? No. No. They, well, were they at one point? Because they were with Arn Anderson and stuff like that until yeah. they Blanchett, but I don't remember if they were part of the Pinnacle. It's been so long since it's we, been. It's so, been a while. So so. There are three names that, in my opinion, have been weakened since they left the WWE. FTR and John Moxley. I think they have suffered since leaving the WWE. I don't know about Moxley. I do. I would rather take an early Dean Ambrose than a current John Moxley. The really? only thing is, is at the end of Moxley's career as Dean Ambrose, WWE was just being stupid with them because they knew he was leaving. I would take... I would. Take, I like... So I like... I just punched my mic. I like Deathmatch Moxley. I don't mind Deathmatch Moxley because we were getting that in GCW as an early Dean Ambrose. Yeah. And even early Dean Ambrose in WWF or WWE was still like that, that unhinged lunatic. Unhinged deranged, yeah. I, I strongly believe that Moxley could come back to the E right now and, and be, be completely a- revived top competitor right away i really believe that i just think he enjoys the independence so much right now as a wrestler he likes wrestling guys with no rules yes he likes wrestling minoru suzuki he likes wrestling murder hawk lance archer he likes wrestling um zach Ryder. um yeah i know you're talking about but yeah it's just one of these things where I don't think um, he's going to... He's already... I remember when he first left WWE, he said he would never come back to WWE, rather work at McDonald's and stuff like that. And then he really flipped script real quickly when it came out. Everything WWE did for him when he was sick and he was out, Triple H was taking a lot of time, making sure he was okay, checking in on him. And all of a sudden, his script got flipped really quickly. And he's like, yeah, you know, if, it, if the opportunity ever came back. And as far as FTR is concerned, they've been wasted in AEW. They've been wasted. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This, I know they were being wasted in WWE. I get it. Okay, but they're really being wasted in AEW. Mm-hmm. When was the last time we ever mentioned them, guys? I know. 
Okay. It's, it's crazy. It's been a long time. It's been a long time, but I'm happy to see that they've got the belts. And that's one of those things where now they're on the independence and they're going to be able to do stuff with those titles because if they were in the E, you know, they wouldn't be able to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. So they're able to at least continue their name and keep it fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Impact? What do we got going on in Impact? So Impact right now, it's kind of stayed the same for the last few weeks. Um, uh, Christian Cage is world champ. Yep. Uh, the tag champs are the Good Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of bounced back and forth between them and VVD, and it's kind of just bounced back and forth for a little while. Uh, Knockouts Championship is still Dana Perrazzo, and the Knockouts tag is still Decay. So it's kind of stayed relatively the same in that uh, in that front. Okay. Uh, anything you want to talk about on any of these fronts with any of the superstars? So my original MVP... Okay. Until until you kind of relayed out the the ground rules because you said like who has like changed the wrestling world in the last few weeks. My original like who has been a standout in their position, mm-hmm. not in all of wrestling, but in their position. Yep. Is Hangman Page? Oh, he's been unbelievable. He has been unbelievable. When he returned in that casino ladder match yes. to win that chip. Yep. That is how. You write him to beat Kenny Omega. It is. Is he has that match at full gear with Kenny. Yeah. You're 100% correct. That's how you get the belt off Kenny. I think it's the right choice. Mm-hmm. Does Kenny does Kenny allow it, though? You know, we always talk about contracts in WWE and what stipulations mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, we never talk about... Nobody ever talks about the contracts in AEW. They just say, oh, they're short-term, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Okay, if they're so short-term, how's Kenny Omega holding a belt for almost over a year? Exactly. So, um... He obviously has some kind of creative control over his mm-hmm. character. And if he doesn't want to drop the belt, he's not going to drop the belt. It's mm-hmm. just simple as that. Um, I mean, I kind of I kind of put out there my thoughts already with the whole John Moxley and FTR thing. Um, if there's really one other thing I want to talk about, um, it's a match that we just didn't talk about. Daniel Bryan versus Kenny Omega. That went to a stalemate. Yeah, that, that match was incredible. That was a match that you know... Brian's been looking forward to mm-hmm. because it, this is a and guy. It ended exactly how it needed to. Yeah, because I remember um, a couple of months ago we had the storyline of um oh why well, can't think of his name in in NXT um Adam Cole's last opponent. Why can't I think of his name? Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor, and how the the promos were that they just missed each other all the time. When O'Reilly was in the... It's the same thing with Kenny and Brian. Exactly. So they just missed each other, and we finally got them to like collide. Mm-hmm. And they had an extremely stiff and great match. Neither of them really hit their finishes, which was great. You know what I mean? It's not like Brian kicked out of a one-winged angel or anything. Mm-hmm. He kept sliding out of it, so that's why he wasn't getting hit with it or anything like that. But the fact that the match ended as a draw really leaves a lot of open you know, opportunity to revisit the this. The way that match ends between the two of them when it has to come to a finish is a is a 60 minute note or a 60 minute Iron Man. time li- no 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 a 60 minute time limit or no time limit match just let these guys go don't let the clock play a factor no i know what you're saying i would almost want an iron man match you know wh- i agree whoever gets the most falls within that 60 minute window and i'll be honest with you give me one fall yeah that's all i need that's all you need that's all you need Have- and it's after time limit no, no. Let it be one quick fall, and then the other guy's got to battle back the rest of the match. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have a fall in the first five minutes, and then all of a sudden you just, just seeing every which way that 
they're, they're able to counter each other and be counter. So the only way I see that working is if Kenny comes out on top. Yeah. He hits the one-winged angel early in the match, mm-hmm. gets the one, two, three. And Brian has to battle and back. Brian's and Brian's got a battle back. And Kenny, Kenny, which we already know, has shown his acumen of being a great tactician inside the ring. And it's going to be one of those things where he's able to go bout for bout and reversal for reversal and able to get to the ropes with this break mm-hmm. and and show his his intuition as a in-ring wrestler mm-hmm. to then come up over Brian after scoring a quick fall on that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would like to see. I'd like to see them go one more time, and I don't want to see Kenny drop the belt to Brian mm-hmm. or Punk. He has to lose it to Hangman Page. He has to. NXT time. Yes. Okay. NXT 2.0, which has been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun, but it's also been very different. Yeah. It's not the same. I get it. It's not not going to be the same as like this gritty iron clad NXT of the old. Yes. It's going to be a very different NXT where it's a lot of people we've not seen. Yep. But it's great because they get to build them fresh. And a lot of people who we have seen who are getting fresh thoughts. That's the big thing. Because we're going to talk about a couple of those people. So we're going to start right at the top. Tommaso Ciampa, our NXT champion. Thomas O. Ciampa. Okay. Um, NXT tag teams. MSK. You got your cruiserweight title with Roderick Strong and the Diamond Mine. They're so good. Women's champion is Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez. Your NXT women's tag team champions are Io Shirai and And Zoe Zoe Stark, Stark, which... I'm calling out WWE here. How do you have a list of champions on your website and Zoe Stark's not even listed? Mm-hmm. Okay, done. Then we go to the million-dollar champion, Cameron Grimes. To Cameron. the moon. Or the, the million-dollar replica champion. Yes. Because yes. it's been revealed that that's a replica. Yes. Um, do you want me to go through UK as well or you want to stop? Yeah, go for it. Go okay. for it. So then in UK, we have the Tsar, Ilya Dragunov. Ilya Dragunov. He is your champion. In your women's title, you have Miko Satamura, which she took that belt off of Kaylee Ray and um, has been very strong since she took the belt off of mm-hmm. her. Your tag team champions are the Pretty Deadly. Mm-hmm. And your Heritage Cup champion is it's Tyler, Tyler Bate. Bate. Tyler, Tyler Bate, Tyler Bate. I love him. He is awesome. He is awesome. Um, So let's just start right at the top with Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, my God. Is he like bringing he's, so much out of everybody? Yeah, he's put on incredible matches with guys having their like second, third, third matches TV on matches. NXT TV. Yeah. And this stuff, this is live TV. Like for these young you guys. You want to talk about how Von Wagner had his debut match in that Fatal 4-Way and for a minute we thought he'd win it. Yeah. Because he's in the ring with guys like Champa. Um... Pete Dunn, uh, Kyle O'Reilly was yes. in that match. Yes, no, Ky- Kyle O'Reilly was taken out he of that. Was taken match. out of that match, and Van Wagner was put in, and it was was it L.A. Knight? Yes, no, it was, it LA, was Knight. L.A. Knight. It was L.A. Knight. Um, but Tommaso Tommaso Champa, it tells you everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. The guys he's having matches with, the guys they're setting him up with, are all this young talent that he is getting a lot out of. Now, don't get me wrong; they're raw talented. They're in the ring with a guy who has been on live TV enough times, been in front of a live crowd enough times to help carry them and make things look as smooth as they're going. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the uh, NXT Tag Team Championship, wow. I mean, the four-way match that they had a couple of weeks ago? Mm-hmm. What? What was that? That was incredible. 
I mean, Imperium comes out looking super strong, like super strong. I I can't get over that. If we're gonna talk about the Diamond Mine, you know what we gotta talk about our girl, uh, um, Ivy Nile. Oh my God, she is a beast. She is. She's intense. She's definitely and and so are the Creed brothers. My God, the Diamond Mine is incredible. Like absolutely incredible. I have so much fun with those. Just watching them. So, the, the Creed brothers are destroying everybody. Everybody they get in the ring with. You know and, what I mean? Yeah. And in considering going back to, to Champa, Champa, Halloween Havoc in a few weeks, we're getting Champa versus Braun Breaker. I know. We've been wanting this match. Yeah. Because it was supposed to. Uh, who was it that was trying to make it a triple threat match? Was it Joey Gacy? Yes. It was Gacy who was trying to make it a triple threat and he lost because Tommaso Champa beat him. Mm-hmm. And then you had oh, that other guy appear out of nowhere. Um, it is Harland, who is Parker Bordeaux. Yes, Parker Bordeaux shaved his head, and he is now known as Harland. He looks mean. Oh my god, he looks terrifying. So, I he he looks like he would fit right in with with um Jackson Riker. Mm-hmm. He, he looks like he would fit right in there. Um, I'm trying to think. Did we? Oh. We talked about the cruiserweight, cruiserweight championship, women's championship. Raquel Gonzalez. She's kind of caught up in like this tag team thing going on right now. I know she's dealing with um, um, the three, the th- three headed demon, toxic attraction. Yes. So, you know how you said who has been like carrying the wrestling world for you? This is it's not one person. It's these three for me. They've been incredible. Gigi Dolan. Jesse, uh, is it Jesse Kamea? Yeah, and Mandy Rose. Unbelievable, man! This is the women's faction I've wanted. This is what. This is what. Um, what was it called? Was it um, Revolution? What was um, Pages with Mandy Rose and Sonia Deville? Oh God. And what the Riot Squad wanted yeah, to be. This is what this is what those two factions wanted to be. And this is what we're getting. This is what we're getting between these three. Do you want to know what sold me on Toxic Attraction? After they jumped Raquel Gonzalez and Gigi Dolan busted open. Oh my god, she's, and she's bleeding just pl- everywhere. She's just playing with the blood through her uh-huh. orange hair. And you're like, she's dangerous. Yeah. She's dangerous. She is going to snap. I mean, it also doesn't help that she's what dating Darby Allen or something like that. Aren't they in a relationship? Or I think so. It doesn't help that you know. What I mean, you're dealing with that psycho over at yeah. AEW. She's dangerous, and it, it's just her little mannerisms, like the oh, the way she plays the crowd and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Toxic Attraction's been awesome. They're not my MVPs, but they have been awesome for sure. They, I, I've enjoyed everything that they've done. I, I liked how. Um, the unveiling of Mandy Rose when it first happened on the first episode of NXT I, I, 2.0. I, I love it. It's like I can't. Even, I can't remember exactly how she worded it, but she was like, I, "No I, matter if what I'm color, blonde, if I'm if I'm blonde, my hair is black, purple, black, purple, brown. It I'm still the baddest bitch in NXT. That's right. Oh, it was so awesome. That was such a great promo. Um, and honestly, 
this is tying into both of these championships, whether mm-hmm. it's the EO, EO stuff with Zoe Stark and or and or Raquel Gonzalez. It's all tying in. And I, I'm not saying put all titles on Toxic Attraction. I was just gonna say they're walking out of Halloween Havoc with all the belts. Okay. If that's what they if that's what you feel, that's what you feel. I I feel you need to get the belts off of EO and Zoe. I just feel like they're not doing anything with those belts, and you need to have that pinnacle heel faction holding the belt and i don't think mandy needs a belt to be dangerous i think she can just be dangerous as mandy rose i really do i i really do cameron grimes he's just fun um he's been losing a lot of matches though lately yeah he's just been it is kind of is what it is with him Mm -hmm. um i'd like to see la Knight getting back into that i know we've kind of already finished that storyline but i like la Knight with him a Mm -hmm. lot Ilya just had a phenomenal match with a kid this past week Mm -hmm. um wow just go and watch it um Ilya is definitely kind of turned the switch a little bit. He's definitely um He's got that heelish tendency now. Yes, he he's got a bloodlust which um we weren't really expecting from what they were trying to push is his face, but apparently you needed to break Ilya in order to be, beat Walter, and mm-hmm. I think that's what's happened. Miko Satomura has got a challenger. Bea Priestley. Bea Priestley. I can't remember off the top of my head what they call her in Neither NXT can I, right but... now, but Bea Priestley, she has been knocking down and dragging out every single competitor she has faced. Yes, she has. And and she's on her warpath to take on Miko. Yes, she is. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Um, The Pretty Deadly have just been winning match after match. Mm-hmm. Um, They've had the tag team titles for a little while. I haven't really been paying too much attention to yeah. the tag team division. It's really, it's really, really tough for us to watch UK considering yeah, it's, it's on a 12 o'clock Thursday. on a Thursday. It's, it's, it's like 3 o'clock on a Thursday because it's it airs at uh, 8 o'clock in the UK. UK. So it's 3 o'clock. We're both at work. We get home. We're like, oh, oh, Thursday night football. Well, yeah, that I got my kids on Thursday. It's like yeah. my one day off of the week. So it's my long run day. It's just, it is what it is. Um, my boy, Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate. Tyler. I mean, showing off for the little guys. I love that guy. Yeah, that's right. Showing up. I mean, he's not too little. Uh, he still does my favorite move. That, um, the move Cesaro stole, which is he gets you up on the shoulders and he just and lets just go spins. of you and just spins and just spins and just. I love it. I love that move. And Cesaro did use it, but that's a Tyler Bate original right mm-hmm. there. So that takes care of all the titles. That takes care of all the recap of what's kind of been going on in the divisions. Yeah. So now you're sticking with I would definitely put them as my my MVPs. I mean Paige was also kind of up there as well as another name. I'm not gonna Page. S- Hangman Page. Oh Hangman Page, okay. Um I'm not gonna say it because I don't know if it's the direction you're going. I'll say it after you say yours, but there's another name in, in the multiverse okay. that's kind of been sitting there. Who is your MVP? Paul Heyman. I was going to say Brock Lesnar was my other one. Paul Heyman is my MVP right now. He's carrying he is everything carrying on SmackDown. so many storylines on SmackDown, and all he is is an advocate. Mm-hmm. Okay? Paul Heyman is my MVP because he is doing so much across so much. He's going to Raw. He's going to SmackDown. He's doing live events. I'm not sure if you've seen the video that's circulating where he got up on the apron and asked one of the Usos to tag him in in the middle of a match against the the New Day. I did because everybody that. else had been taken out, and he gets up on the apron. He's like, "Tag me in, tag me in," and then he's like, "Never mind," and he walks off the apron. Like, I think this might be the best Paul Heyman of his entire career. Yeah, I really do. And Paul um, Heyman's been great for years. Yes, the but- only thing I do not want. Please do not do to Roman Reigns what you did with Paul Heyman with what you did with CM Punk. Don't do that. 
don't don't, don't do that. rewrite the same story. Don't rewrite that. Roman needs to leave with Crown the championship. And if that means he has to blast Paul Heyman mm-hmm. to do so because Paul Heyman's about to double on is about to turn on him, that's fine. But it's Paul Heyman. I, that's my MVP. I, 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 I'll definitely and, give that to you. And I and I do like the Brock Lesnar argument. I mean, you could have picked any one of those three. Yeah, Brock Lesnar, Paul Roman Heyman, or Paul. all Roman Reigns. And if I I know we're kind of sticking here with WWE. I mean, you can always talk Kenny Omega. You can always talk CM Punk and Darby Allen and Sting. What they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. You can talk um, obviously Daniel Bryan with the things he's done. Andrade starting to build his brand a little bit better. Alistair Black has been phenomenal ever since. Well, um, Malachi, Malachi Black. Black. He's been phenomenal. He's been kicking the heads off of everybody. DMD's been incredible. There's been a lot of really good stuff. I'm just going to stick with Paul Heyman because, I mean. You like yourself an advocate. I do. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of the Doink and Doink Connection. If you have any questions or concerns, feel free to hit us up on the show's Instagram page, at Double Doink Network, or reach out to us on our personals, at DJ Ald and at Darelaufen Doink 508. We are available to stream at any time on your favorite podcast apps, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and many more. Thank you again so much for listening. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. And we've got two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out. <laughs>